Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Sambari, and we are the hosts of That's So Retrograde. Heard of us? For the past 200 and some episodes, we've been trying to figure out what the hell wellness is. We have inspiring and fun conversations with all types of amazing people, from healers to comedians to whatever's in between. We're five years in, but we're just getting started. So hop on board every Thursday to join the party and route to living your best life. And don't forget your cannabis. Or to check us out on Instagram at So Retrograde. That's right. Bye. See you there. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. We are back with Sheetal and Aditya. We've got part two. We left you at Commitment Phobia. Speaking of commitments, you know, last week we told you people around us are dissolving their relationships. We do have a friend that threw her boyfriend's stuff out of the apartment. Like she left all his things in a corner, including a bottle of the Tussin, Robitussin. And she's like, ew, it was his too. And I'm like, that's kind of savage. What was the reason? Apparently, he went out with some boys and did not reply to her texts after midnight. Wow. She's nice, though. I mean, I would have thrown that shit in the toilet. Yeah. But I did get a text message with a picture of a bottle of Robitussin in the corner. It was quite comical. So we can call this Robitussin Corner. Yeah, that's the level of rage now. Like, how mad are you? Tussin in the corner, honey. (laughs) Tussin in the corner. But we were talking about commitment phobia. 
we are all commitment phobes, but we are now learning, growing, changing, evolving. But we're commitment phobes to protect our heart. Yes, I'm a commitment phobe because I've been committed and hurt. That's definitely a big part of it. And you also don't want to be the person who goes too quickly to MTS, as we mentioned before. Because then you're the crazy person where it's like day three or four. Yeah. And you're like, so like... Uh, when are we to... getting married? Or, like, I am the I crazy you... person. <laughs> when are you meeting my mom? And it's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. But I am that but person. But when is that acceptable, right? Like from a guy's perspective. We're not like 25. I know. We're 30. I'm 37. She's 36. 37. Like date yeah. number three, four. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's... I've had situations during COVID where I dated someone for four months and never met my sister. And then there's situations where one particular, she met my mom in the first week. So... Everyone's different. I will say, because we're commitment phobes, I am guilty of this. I give people outs. I self-sabotage. And I spiral. Agreed. Same same here. Like, for example, someone wanted me to meet their sister, actually. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, is it too soon? You know, is it too early? How and many dates in, though? It's like four dates in. Okay. And I was like, is this too early? But they were like, no, we want you to meet the sister. And what was the scenario? Because I had a situation where I was dating someone early and she met my sister, but it was like, like we, it was at a party or like we was a concert and like she happened to be there. I was going to have dinner with this yeah, guy's sister. I think sister. it's different if you're out and you're meeting them okay. versus yeah. it's like a planned Yeah, situation. I was going to have dinner with this guy's sister and then it didn't happen. Like, the relationship ended before I even met the sister. So I'm just like, how soon is too soon of meeting family members? And why do we give them outs? And then do we self-prophesize? No, but we shouldn't give them an out. If it's going in that direction, you should be able to meet their family. There definitely is an order of operations. I think it goes friends, siblings, then family. Really? I I think. I'm so scared now. What if some people are closer to their siblings? Like, I get, my siblings no, no, I, are my best friends. Of course. But, I would have a guy meet my siblings yeah. first. Right, but I think there's less pressure when you're meeting, like, the friends, right? Yeah, you know, that's true. As opposed to the family members. You know, so for me, at this point in the game, you're meeting my family last. Of course. Because if you're meeting my family, we're probably getting engaged. Well, the other thing is you don't want to get your parents' hopes up because that's the other thing. And, and they like, will because they're brown. Yeah, they right. will. Brown parents. They'll like, start planning the wedding. Right. But we've all talked about training the parents. We've trained the parents. They've come a long way, you know? Like, does your mom know, like, you know, you date girls, you meet girls? Like, your mom knows everything. My mom knows everything. A lot of people from immigrant families don't tell their parents a lot of things. I think that training your parents is huge, right? Like, a lot of people will not tell them that they even drink. Yeah. Right? So I trained my parents by just doing things. So like the first time I got hung over and I came home, they were mad. They couldn't believe the shit. The ninth time my mom's like, do you want chai? How can I help you? Yeah. You know, you they get used to it. The training I've done with my parents is, I hope they don't end up listening to this, but you basically, you tell, you don't ask them for permission. You kind of just do something and either you ask them for forgiveness after, or you just tell them about it like way down the line. Like, if I tell my parents, like, yo, I'm going to Dubai, like, say this is pre-COVID, I'm going to Dubai for a wedding this weekend, I'm gone for three days, I'm coming back. You don't really need to say that, but you could say, like, two years later, like, oh, yeah, I went to that person's wedding in Dubai. Like, oh, that's so cool you did that. Yeah. And the Indian parents have just no real sense of time in that situation. So that's I don't way. understand what you're saying, though. 
You're t- that you're hiding that you went to another country yeah. from your parents. Well, because they'd be like, "Oh, why are you spending all this money to go?" Yeah, to this I wedding? agree with that. But th- but then at the same time, they'll tell their friends like, "Oh, it's so great. My son is like international. Has all these friends. He goes to weddings in Dubai." Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I've, you know, had experiences with my parents. They've seen tough breakups, and as a result, I've been like, "Hey, maybe I want to do things differently my way." Like we tried it your way. We tried meeting it through your friends or whatever. I'm going to try the dating app thing. I'm going to try meeting through my friends. Yeah. Or training with non-Indians. Like, I've never done that, but my brother and sister, they bring home any anyone, and my parents are open now. The first one was, like, rough. And it's now, a little bit weird you know, initially, right? Yeah. And they get over it. Yeah, how about you? I mean, I think I've thrown my parents into the fire with a lot of things. So, like, I mentioned on the last podcast, I'm Swaminarayan. So, like, my parents are super conservative. They don't drink. I... I'm more, I'll show my parents. So like, you know, they kept, I kept telling them, I'm like, you know, I drink, I drink. And they're like, no, we don't, you know, we don't believe that. You're not, we don't want you to drink. We don't think you drink, whatever. My cousin's engagement party, I got plastered. Fell asleep in the catering van. My dad had to carry me out. You know, they had to drive me home. And they're like, okay, we get it. You drink, just don't drink to that level. You know, so I'm always like, throw them into the fire. You know, I brought boyfriends home. They've slept over, things like that. Like, you just have to... You have to get them used to it, right? I love it. What are ways you've self-sabotaged a relationship? Like, I've self-sabotaged by creating fake fights to see if they're going to stick around. And that's toxic. I don't do wow. that anymore. That's wild. Yeah. But, uh, I, just I am thing, wild and crazy. I just did the thing where I'll self-deprecate like, and be like, oh, like you didn't like this. Like, all right, I get it if you don't want to hang out anymore. Which is like insane if you think about it. Like, why would you tell someone that? Like, leave it up to them if they want to hang out again. Right. For me, it was like, what is the worst thing I could do? You know, when I say the worst thing, not cheating and stuff like that. But like, what can I say that's going to hurt them? And are they still going to be there? Like, how much do you love me? How can how far? Oh, so can you're you being push like them? mean and trying to get to a certain. Point. Yeah, like I'm gonna wake you up at three a.m. and yell at you a little, yeah. and then are you gonna stick around the next day in the morning? And you know, and yeah, hashtag still single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? I I mean I think for me it's always been a little bit of a lighter self sabotage. So I'll flirt with other guys or have somebody that will constantly text me or whatever, like another guy. You'll flirt with other guys? I'll flirt with other guys. So okay, that, you think that's lighter? I think that's a little bit lighter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hashtag still single, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of flirting with other guys and girls, what do you think about someone who's in a relationship, mm-hmm. but they're still sending memes and DMing someone they fuck? I was, I was just going to say it. If you're like in a relationship or like if you're in a full yeah, it relationship, depends. Okay. if it's like one of those things where you started dating, it's ill-defined. And like, for example, you haven't dated, deleted the dating apps and you're still kind of like supping people. That's a gray area. If you're in a proper relationship and yeah, if, if you're in a proper relationship and you're sitting, if in, you're exclusive, I yeah. think that's the that that that's if you're labeled exclusive, you should not be DMing other right. people. But and, but how can you stop someone from DMing someone that's their well, friend it depends on the and the relationship right if it's someone you dated and you're like on good terms and it's like they're dating someone else now and you're dating someone else now that's probably okay but if it's like the most recent person they hooked up yeah. with or the most recent crush if you stuck your dick in somebody and you're dming them <laughs> yeah. that's not going to fly and yeah. you're exclusive that's not but cool. how do you bring unless, that up unless the guy's like hey like 
this is my ex from college. We were all in the same friend group. Like, yeah. she's married to someone, or he's married to someone now. Like, we're still on good terms, blah, blah, blah. That's probably a little different than... Fine, there's, like, certain little... Than a T-H-O-T. But how do you bring that up without <laughs> sounding insecure? Ooh, I, I don't... See. Because then you sound insecure. You figure out a way to crack their phone. Maybe... <laughs> get into the Instagram. Maybe do an accidental peek. Be like, hey, I, uh, I just peeped your phone and saw that. What's going on here? Clearly asking for a friend. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. But we'll we'll cross that bridge, I guess, when it's very I mean, obvious. I don't, wait, do you guys think it's okay? Like, I don't think that's don't okay. Think okay. But then I don't have a leg to stand on because I text and DM guys all day about a lot of things. That's not the same though. You're not, you're doing it to But like, are you flirting And I them? never fuck them. Okay, yeah. and you never fuck them. So that's different. Right, and like you've, like you rarely will text like your ex, right? And it's never- Oh, never. It's always like, are you alive? You're right, good. or like yeah. happy birthday, or like hope that's you're it. well, something like that. That's, that's, that's fine. The annual happy birthday text to ex, I think- Is, is that okay? Do you guys think it's I think it's I fine. think it is. It's okay. polite, okay. it's okay. It's like checking you're alive, are you seeing anyone? Yeah. Happy for you, good for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And then spiraling. Like when I found that out, I started spiraling, but we've learned. Spiral with your friends. Friends no. and siblings. Don't spiral with the person you're with. Spiral with your mom, your sister, your friends. So then you just come across as a lunatic. You sound fucking crazy. You know, at 3 a.m. yelling at the mix and <laughs> you're hashtag dumped. That's great advice. I think the spiral in, maybe spiral not with one person. Like if you're in a group or you know, group text, everyone can kind of talk you off the ledge and be like, you're being crazy. Like, don't do this. Which is every other day. Pretty much. I think <laughs> yeah, we'll, don't spiral with an Also, enabler. one of us is always spiraling, right? Well, I, my, I'm friends with an enabler. <laughs> Our, She's me and Dits me. are spiralers. Yeah. Like professional spiralers. spiralers. It's funny because I'll be spiraling in one group chat <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be helping your spiral your at the same Neil, time. But you have your friend who won't say anything. <laughs> Neil is the spiral. <laughs> Neil is the spiral chaos coordinator. Chaos coordinator, but um, that is true. Me and Dits will spiral in other chats, but help each other. <laughs> <laughs> but we're each spiraling individually. Somewhere but it sometimes else. helps if you see a friend spiraling. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute, I'm spiraling about something else right. in a, a different chat. You guys are just validating each other's crazy spirals. Yes. <laughs> and you're not a spiraler. I. Don't think I am anymore. No, I, I, I'm not really a spiraler. I heard anymore. No, I used to be. I used to be a crazy spiraler. You know, I would yeah. self sabotage and all that stuff. I no longer do a lot of these things, but Maybe. the spiral is a, a thing for me. Maybe I'm I'm what you guys say dead inside, right? So I, I just, think you are. That's just, what it sounds like. Yeah, I just I just don't care. It sounds like you're dead inside. I think I'm dead and inside. Neil is nodding, which means you are, because he knows all the signs. Yeah. Because he created them. He created dead inside. I think you used to you used to spiralize him. Yeah, we roll once a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the school of uh, dead inside, but we graduated, and now we have feelings, and we're crying every other week. I've opened myself up to feelings again. Yeah. It, you know, it's nice to cry every now and then. And spiral. I mean, I cry when I watch The Notebook, but I'm not, I don't. I'm not gonna cry if some douchebag, you know. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, no. Fucks me over. I mean, I did cry in the podcast with you. We were both crying <laughs> our first podcast together because we were wrecked. It was a it was a good a bonding experience. You know what? Sanity is overrated, and crazy is better than stupid. At I least agree. we're very intelligent human crazy beings. Crazy is better than stupid and better than boring. Absolutely. I want to talk about long distance relationships. I know you talked about Bill Mill. 
Are we going to do like a, a second straight anti-plug? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I think that long-distance relationships can make sense, but only if you've already built a proximity relationship in the city. So, for example, if you both have lived in New York, dated for a year, and one of you has to move to California, okay, it's worth it. It's not worth, you know, you shouldn't break up with someone you're crazy about. But to start in different places, it's just such a pain, especially during COVID, to keep flying back and forth every other weekend to see each other, it's a it's a lot of work. And yeah. It's, it, it really makes things tough from the get-go. That's it's, a, it's a lot of work, but it can work. Of course. Like, I have a friend that met her soon-to-be fiancé on Shadi. Mm. He was in Vegas. She's here in New York during COVID, and they made it work. For those of you who don't know, Shadi.com is an Indian matrimonial site, which right there, I'm canceling them. Yeah. They met on Shadi.com. Like, who are <laughs> done by... Well, I don't understand why Indian apps and websites for dating are so into matching people that aren't in the same place. It's not like we're living in like the middle of South Dakota, like where there's only like 10 Indian people. We're living in New York City or the New York tri-state area where there's so many Indian people in the area. And it's like you're telling me to date someone in San Jose. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe the person in San Jose actually wants to settle down. Of course, but maybe at least give me the option to search locally and then I'll expand. That's that's the problem. I think I'm going to get a lot of hate now from Vilma lovers and Shadi lovers, but I'm happy for you that you found love on those apps. That's what I will say. We're happy for the people that found love and it worked for them. You beat the odds. You beat the odds, but I think the final comment on long distance for us, I I don't know if Sheetal's on the same page, though. No, I am on the same page. I, I think it can work. It's a lot of work. You have to put in a lot of effort. I don't want to put in that effort. You I think yeah. it, would, it works when you start the relationship long distance? I do. I've seen it work. So okay. I think I think it can work if both people are on the same page and they're willing to put in the effort. You also do both need to have like a similar situation where like you can, you know, leave on weekends and see each other. Because a lot of people, exactly. like if you're, if you're in banking or whatever, like you're not going to be able to do that, right? No. Yeah. And like I think for us, at least like our families, our lives are here on the East Coast. So yeah. I, I think it would be harder for us. Definitely. But there are definitely people that can, you know, pick up and leave. So long distance would work maybe for us if you built the foundation of your relationship in the same city and then you moved after. Correct. Now, you're in a relationship. Things are going great. You meet the parents. Mm -hmm. You're in a Vishal and Richa situation. The parents don't like each other or they don't like you even worse. What do you do? You stay or you leave? I know my stance. That is, that's so tough. I, I feel like for me, I, I'm so close to my family. And if someone came into my family that my parents didn't like or my siblings didn't get along with, it wouldn't work for me. Even if you loved them so much. Even if I loved them same. so much, it would not same. work for me. I'm, in the, I'm I, on the same page. My parents, I actually went through this and my parents were first okay with the girl, then met the family, realized it was the wrong family. And they told me, you're an adult, you can make your decision, but this is our opinion. And I obviously hold my mom and my dad's opinions very highly. And I was like, okay, I'm going to end this one on my terms. So I gave the girl and her family every opportunity to redeem themselves, and ultimately they didn't. So I like that my mom gave me the, you know, the ability to choose for myself. That's very progressive of your mom. But I knew how unhappy I was making her. I knew that, like, she, she wasn't just, like, making it up. And, like, she was seeing something that I, that I didn't see. And eventually when I did see it, it's like boom, like the light bulb went off. And I was like, of course. I think the three of us are on the same page. If someone doesn't like us or our family, we're out. 
mama knows best. Yeah, absolutely. It's not worth it to live with that because a relationship on its own has a lot already. And to add another layer of family not liking each other, I, I think I want to live the path of least resistance at this point in my life. 100%. Right? That's one less thing to deal with. Want to have the other person's family like me. What about moving for someone? Would you move for someone? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of factors, right? Where is the place they're moving to? Like, if it's in the middle of nowhere, but like, you know, how much you like them? If it's if it's a place where you have some roots, some ties, where you can do your work, where you can find a job, you know, that's. And obviously, it's also tougher because maybe it's a gender thing where, like, often the girl will move. So maybe I'm yes. not the best yeah. person to answer this. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I would move if I could maintain my lifestyle, right? Like. We live in New York. We have a certain lifestyle here. I'm not going to move to, like, bumfuck Arkansas. No. You know what I mean? L.A.? Shout out to Walmart. Maybe. Like, <laughs> well, I was thinking about that because I know Walmart someone that moved because yeah. their yeah. husband worked. Well, yeah, go back to my North Dakota example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like you said, it would depend on the city, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much I like you. We're not moving to Omaha. Shout out to people in Omaha, but we're not yeah, living yeah. there. We're brown. Uh, the other thing is, how much do you love them? My coworker signed me up for this. She lives in Bentonville, Arkansas, and she signed me up for the cricket team because she's like, you can come out here and meet all these guys from <laughs> India that work at Walmart. And I was like, nothing in like this earth would make me move to Bentonville. It sounds like I should go to Bentonville. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, I, I think mean, you should go there, Do you boo. want to take my spot on the cricket team? It sounds perfect, <laughs> yeah. My dad played. I'll, he'll she said sure. there's lots of Indians, lots oh. of Indians that are part of that team. Love it. Imagine. I would I would need it. Yeah, imagine. I would need it to be a good city, like a cosmopolitan city. And I'd need to be with someone that I was madly in love with. Madly. Like yeah. head over heels. Obsessed. Yeah. And so we're going to end today's pod with a final dilemma, right? What do you do with someone who dates your friends and your relatives after dating you? This seems like a very specific question. Yeah, we're Jim, ending with a bang. I don't even yeah. know how to answer this. He fucking hit me up this weekend. He, so this is about you. This is about me. This is about me. Yeah. So he, this guy has been trying to get with me for the last two years. Then he goes out with my aunt. She's is your a, aunt hot? She's hot. She's a young aunt. So she, she's like 42, 43, whatever. Okay. Nice. But he goes out with her knowing that she's related to me. And then he hits me up this weekend and he's like, oh, we should go out again. And I'm like, but this isn't like- After kind of a, he went out with your aunt? After he went out with my aunt. I'm like, dude, if- Jail. I was like, if you want to get in my pants, that's not the way to do it. Don't date my family members. Imagine, that is imagine, not the way. Imagine dating someone and her aunt. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. I don't know, actually. I don't know. Your aunt's hot. She's hot. Maybe They might have made out. At least he has good taste. He has good taste. But regardless, it's like- that, that is really not the way to get into my pants. So do not date this guy, obviously. I'm not dating him. What do you think of the friend and the aunt? But this is what we're dealing with. But what do you think of your but friend know, and right? the aunt? My aunt didn't know. Okay. She didn't know. Then she, she had, gets a hall pass. She for gets sure. a pass. She's not in jail. No. He is. He is, for sure. He's got a life sentence. But now, <laughs> the friend. What about friends? Like, I, we're not friends no more if you do that. If you date someone I dated. Yeah. Unless you ask for permission or something. Like that. Who's asking for permission? No one's asking for permission. There's so many thirsty bitches. Yeah. No one's asking for permission. They're just going to go do it, and then they're not your friend. <laughs> 
seems like a very unique. I was going out with a guy in Miami, and my fr- I, we went on a date, and he was like, "Oh, your friend slid into my DMs." <laughs> I was like, "Are you?" And she knew. Me? And she knew. She knew. There are other situations though. Like I've gone out with girls on dating apps, and we've like stayed in touch on Instagram, and they've moved on to other people, but they're like, "Oh, I have a friend for you." Is that okay? I think that's okay. Okay. If the person's offering. I had a serious relationship with this guy in New York, like serious relationship. He, we broke up. He gets on Match.com, hits up my cousin, and my cousin. You gotta stay away from savage. these people. It's savage. And then my cousin was like, I think you dated someone I know. And he's like, this guy's not even cute. And he's like, oh, a lot of girls say that I've dated them. Like, what's her name? Because I might not have. Like, you know, he thinks yeah. he's like hot shit. And she's like, oh, it's actually my cousin, Sheetal. And he's like, oh, yeah, we dated for a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, let me know if you still want to meet up. Like, these are the people that oh I'm attracting. <laughs> is this my competition on the apps? Like, the, yeah. this is what's happening? This yeah. is what's happening. Yeah, wow. And I also think it's... You're like an ace of spades. Like, yeah, wow. I don't know Thank why you. you're single, like, boo. Uh, me either. This is a prince. You're not dating people's relatives and then dating them. <laughs> like, you're not doing that stuff. This is a queen of... How are we finding all these crazy people? This is a table of kings and queens. <laughs> right? I know. But that's why we're single, because we are kings and queens. That's exactly that's why. That's why, honey. But I will say, I am also cuffed. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I will say... Stay safe in these streets. The thirst is real. I think all of this is inappropriate. And guess what? And karma will get you. We don't do this shit. No, we do so not. So for us, it's nope. unfathomable. And maybe that's why we spiral and we self-sabotage because we would never do any of this stuff to other people. Karma's a bitch. That's where that's I'm leaving I'm it. Say. I completely agree. We're all angry now. And really? we're going to go Eat drink, some cookies. But we're also, we're also hopeful. I think you're the only one right now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm angry now. I'm like pretty pissed. Like, this pod this this made me angry now. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chats.